The other side of that, it's the worst Irish defensive performance I've seen in a long, long time. Aaron Smith, he's truly, truly wonderful player. He's one of the best players who's ever played the game. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. Desi, commiserations. What a game of football, though. It was really unbelievable to watch. So exciting. A brilliant brand of football as well. Yeah, um, it, it, I'm sure it was all those things. You know, when you're when you're down the sideline, um, it's you don't necessarily see it like that. You know, you're trying to figure out the moves that need to be made or, or where we're at or what's going on. But um, no, no, no doubt for the for the neutral or for, for any fan of uh, Gaelic games, it, it was a great game for sure and a classic. And you know, you'd expect that from these two teams um, to go out and play, go at it. Uh, it was toe to toe, and um, unfortunately for us, uh, we just came up shy. And what were you thinking going in at halftime? You were five points down, but you knew you were coming out with quite a breeze. It was quite a, a tricky breeze, mm. but I, I think it was in your favour, was it, in that second half? Yeah, we, we, we knew that. It was it was challenging definitely in the first half for us. Um, the accuracy um, wasn't what it, we would have hoped it to be, you know. I think the decision making around the shot taking was was okay, it was fine by and large. It was just uh, there were tight margins, you know. They were just going the wrong side of the post on us, and um, and they had that that problem as well in the second half. Um, yeah, we were a sticky situation at half time, and then went a point further down, uh, six points in it, and the first play or second play of the second half, and it wasn't looking good then. But to be fair to the players, they just wore their hearts on their sleeves and meant that. It and um, and you can't fault them. You know we've no regrets, uh, we've no excuses. Uh, but in terms of the senior guys, all the new lads that come into the squad this year, you know the, the age profile of the that group has changed dramatically in the last while. And uh, to a man, you'd have to be immensely proud of them. They never gave up, absolutely not. And the Cormac Costello goal was something else. Um, it was from a tight angle. He placed it so well, and it brought you back into the game. Yeah, a, a great finish, Cormac has the capability of doing that, and uh, and it definitely. It it sort of lit up our second half and you know potentially we could have went at it probably had a little bit more you know we were um, uh, maybe took the foot off the gas a little and allowed uh, Kerry to navigate their way out of um, a fairly tense situation for themselves at that point in time but that's what good teams do they find a way and uh, this is a great Kerry team uh, some fabulous individual talent and uh, they're definitely a coming side and um you know, we were just obviously gutted for ourselves yeah. that we uh, we didn't um, we didn't close it out when we had them. Dean Rock he levelled it, and it looks like it could be going to extra time. Did you think at that point we could be going to extra time? Even speaking to to Jack there, he thought, you know, he was so glad it didn't go to extra time because he's seen the lads retiring. Yeah, and um, you know, momentum is everything, and uh, uh, potentially, but they're all the what ifs, of course, you know. And uh, look, it was a touch of class at the end by Sean O'Shea to kick that uh, massive, massive kick into that breeze, you know. And um, that's that's what win and lose big games like that. 
And what happens now, I suppose, you, you get to take a bit of a rest and look again to, to next year? Yeah, well, you know, obviously um, the, the group down there, they're licking our wounds, but, you know, they're, to be fair to them, we speak a lot about their character. It, it was tested today. They showed what they had in spades in that, in that regard. And, you know, they've always been magnanimous in victory. And uh, today they'll be gracious in defeat and, uh, and carry your deserving victors. Thanks for your time, Desi. Thanks a lot. Thanks a million. Jack, congratulations. Through to an All-Ireland final. What a game of football. Really attacking. A joy to watch. How are you feeling after that one? Uh, delighted, obviously. Delighted. You know, it, um, it's a huge relief, you know, to get over the lane because, you know, it looked, looked like all the momentum was with Dublin there near the end and uh, took huge results from our guys to, to dig it out and obviously um, a magnificent kick by Shawnee in the end. And in that first half, Shawnee, he had that missed penalty. Did you think at that point, I hope this doesn't cost us? Well, it would have been great to go in at halftime, eight up instead of five up. But, you know, we kicked the first score of the second half, which was, 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 was great. But Dublin were always going to make a battle of this and uh, show their true colours, you know, in the second half, the way they came back. And, you know, some of their great players like Kieran Kilkenny and, and those was really drove on. So that's off to Oflis to, to manage and to keep them at bay. Yeah, you can never really write the dubs off. No. No. You went in a half time, five points up. There was a strong win, so I suppose you knew that Dublin were going to come at you. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. That, that was a tricky win, a tricky win, and, and, and uh, Dublin found it hard to score into it in the, in the first half, and we found it hard enough in the second half. Uh, that's why it's, it's even more of a remarkable kick by Sean O'Shea. And that kick when he's kicking into the hill, you know, there was a lot of noise. As we said, the breeze, 55 metres out. Mm. Were you able to watch? Oh, I was. I was. I was. I was. I was preparing for extra time because I didn't think it was kickable, but uh, he proved me wrong. Yeah. Fair amount. Yeah. And are you happy that it, it ended in the normal time rather than uh, going to yeah, extra time? Yeah, look, our bodies were getting tired and we weren't sure that we had enough, enough in the tank to, to get us through extra time. Just delighted to finish it. Brilliant. Thank Thanks, you. Jack. Thanks for your time. Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue joined me for the game today. What an unbelievable game. I think we all really were looking forward to it. A lot of anticipation around it and it really lived up to it. 113 to 114 in the end. It's Kerry James that are true to the All-Ireland final against Galway. How are you feeling after that one? Relieved. My God, relieved. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when Dublin got the, got the march on Kerry in the second half, I was thinking that this is kind of not the same old story, but it was like, this is going to go down to the wire again. And we were saying before the game, if Kerry were going to win it, they have to go and win it. Go and pull away by a couple of points. Don't fall over the line. But history almost repeated itself and we tried to kind of fall over the line. But luckily, Shawnee hit that unbelievable free. An absolutely iconic moment for Kerry. So it came down to something, some bit of brilliance and Shawnee provided it. So, yeah, no, we're delighted. Paddy, I know, it's, it's not easy, especially if you're doing these videos straight after. And if I could have had a video on Bodius throughout that whole game, it would have been absolutely priceless. But I know it's heartache for you at the minute. How are you feeling after it? Just uh, like any Dublin supporter, and I think when, when you're playing, you kind of try and you keep it together but we both spoke beforehand this is literally the first time you're coming in like a real fan and, and, and that was it the atmosphere around it's Dublin and Kerry we know how special a game it is we've both been fortunate enough to play in them over the years but just uh, it was a roller coaster. they got half time Dublin are hanging on by their fingernails really they're five points down 
Kerry are causing all sorts of trouble and, and Dublin only score a point in that second quarter and, and you're thinking everything we, we feared beforehand without Conor Callaghan Dublin looked just very passive in attack and they needed you said that if they were going to have any chance they needed to have a monumental second half and to be fair Kerry Kilkenny comes up with three points Brian Fenton starts getting back into the game in midfield James McCarthy if he wasn't one of Dublin's most iconic ever players he, he definitely is after today again and when Dublin get it level in the 74th minute Paddy Small had a massive impact when he came on just an energy and a spark about him that allowed that Dublin attack to really function and you think they've, they've done enough to at least get it to extra time but James is right I mean I was I know you probably were as well I was in Turles 22 years ago and for Morris Fitz's point and one of the most iconic not just for Kerry one of the most iconic GA scores of all time I think Shawnee Shea scored there I was happy enough from Dexter to take it I was like he's 55 yards out there's a really stiff breeze we could see that into into Hill 16 he probably has another 15 yards on it it, it is in the circumstances 12 years ago we are here and Stephen Cluxton hit it free into that that goal in a similar situation to win break the duck I suppose and win Dublin's first Ireland he just feel like that kick we'll be seeing it for years to come it's an incredible way to win the game for Kerry they've probably got away with it in the end haven't been probably the much better team certainly in the first half but you can't understate what a massive win that is mentally for Kerry and coming to the All-Ireland final as favourites in two weeks time and as he said for Shawnee what a massive kick I spoke to Jack O'Connor there and he said that he didn't think he was going to score it but I don't think many people did as you said 55 metres out and it's a tricky wind it's not straightforward so he really had to judge that well and as you said we're going to be talking about this for, for years to come yeah well Paddy in fairness you were saying leave him at it leave him at it leave him throw a leg at it and because there had been loads of wides into that goal into the hill goal Dublin in the first half missed four Kilkenny missed one Fenton missed one Coslo and kind of easy scores same with Kerry in the second half Spillane missed one Clifford missed one in there so when Shawnee puts it down that far out you're thinking he has to deal with a, a couple of crosswinds and to hit it if you see the the angle from behind the goal he started it miles out and just whipped it in and you can see Comerford's Side in the goal, shaking the post, <laughs> trying to get it to hit the post. Desperate but, times, yeah. for desperate measures. Like. I, we were saying inside, we thought that they were going to get someone hoisted up to try and catch it, but it, it was so far over the bar. Even though he, he launched it from, yards, like. he's, he, he's he sent it over from six meters outside the 45, and he oh. sent it with 15 yards to spare. Oh. So it's an absolutely unbelievable score. And you have to remember as well, on tired legs. Oh. And if you look at the GPS, the GPS stats, right? How much a player has run in the game? Sean is always the top of the charts for Kerry. He runs himself into the ground. So to have the strength in the legs to kick it over in the last minute, last kick, unbelievable. And just to bring it back to the first half for a minute, so Sean O'Shea, he misses that penalty. Yep. Yeah, on contrast to that, he misses that penalty that we think that, you know, that could be the deciding factor. It wasn't in the end, but Paddy, at the time, did you think, OK, unbelievable, Evan Comerford pulled off a great save. I know it wasn't the best penalty in the world, but uh, brought his back in the game. It was massive, because at that time, John Small is off, Dublin down to 40 men, and that would have put Kerry seven points clear. And the kind of issues Dublin were having up front, that would have been a massive ask to turn that around but to be fair to Evan it's a brilliant save it's not the greatest penalty by Sean O'Shea but it's a great save by Evan and they're very brave obviously to, to protect himself for the rebound and save that as well and it gives Dublin a fighting chance going in at half time five points it's not ideal but the experience in that Dublin dressing room and the characters they have like say we're fortunate enough to play with those guys fully expecting them to come out and throw caution to the wind James couldn't believe it we were looking down at one stage in the second half and Mick Fitzsimon was picking up David Clifford and they were the only two players inside the 65 and they're going Jesus Dublin, Dublin just had to go for it they had to attack they had to throw bodies forward and they did you have to take risks 
at this stage of the championship. You're not going to win by being conservative. You're not, not going to win the biggest prizes. It will get you so far, but to get over the line, you have to be brave. You have to take risks. And Dublin did that today, and they've just fallen short. And look, as a, as a supporter, and for all the Dublin supporters, and probably the Dublin dressing room as well, you're just thinking, if if only if Conor Callahan is on that pitch, it yeah. would be such a massive difference. They probably would have got over the line. We felt that was kind of going to be the the winning and losing of it beforehand, and it's probably transcribed just like that. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Kerry's full back line, they absolutely gobbled up that Dublin full forward line. We knew that probably Dublin weren't at their strongest without Conor Callan, but I think that Kerry got way more joy out of those duels than they thought they were going to get. Kind of in contrast on the other side, I suppose Clifford still chipped over his points on Fitzsimons, even though Fitzsimons had a great game, we were saying. <laughs> like, Dublin didn't get as much out of their full forward line until Paddy Small came on, which has probably you know, had a big, big defining um, yeah. meaning on the game. And when you were speaking about taking risks, you know, we were sort of shouting here from the press box, kick it in, kick it in. And the few times they did kick it in, especially when it came down to leveling the game, you know, the, the Dean Rock free here, it was both times and the David Clifford, it was a long ball in for the Sean O'Shea uh, point in the end. It was those balls inside quickly that, that worked for them. Well, that's it. And that's what Dublin want to do. Ideally, despite Kerry, obviously, been, there's been a lot of focus on how good they've been defensively and kind of what Paddy Talion's done there. There's a lot more focus and a lot more structure on the Kerry defence. But Dublin, if if Khan gives you that luxury there, he, he's a massive focal point. As good as he is at, at everything else, he's a massive option that when, when Brian Fenton or James McCarthy get the ball around the middle third, the first thing they're looking at is a 50-yard kick pass inside and that really fast transition. Kerry did it really well in the first half and that's where they get Sean O'Shea's goal from it. David Moore right underneath us here. He just knows he's launching that ball in and, and there's, they're going to get something out of it uh, and for Dublin Paddy Small gave Dublin that option you could see that, that they were a lot quicker a lot smoother in the transitions in the second half but that's look it's that's going to be the challenge for, for Galway to try and deal with that Kerry are going to come in as favourites into the All-Ireland final and it'll be the save from them they're going to try and get that ball and why would you not when you've David Clifford and Sean O'Shea they're going to try and get the ball in there as fast as they can Galway are going to try and frustrate them I think that's their best chance to do it they, they've shown they're a lot more solid in their offensive makeup uh, this, this year with Keane O'Neill and what they've done right from their win against Mayo and Castlebar they've got a bit of steel about them they're harder to play against that's what they're going to have to try and do to try and shut down that that carry attack it's not going to be like Dublin in the second half where it's man on man and 50-60 yards of space but Dublin had their hand was forced they had to do that and, and they nearly nearly pulled it out of the bag it would have been one of their greatest ever wins but the, the run is over after 13 years Kerry get their first win it feels great as, as we said it was our it was our first kind of game as a proper fan so to come out on top like the stadium was absolutely yeah. rocking I mean for these games there's just nothing better than a full house Kerry Dublin the hill was absolutely blue like when Shawnee was lining up that free there was nobody kind of sucking that ball over there was no willing it over like he was just trying to get it out there so no it's a great win you can see all the Kerry crowd around here are so relieved we've been on the end of some horrible losses and it's just great to get over over the line but Kerry can't tap themselves on the back after beating Dublin like, there's not enough time like a couple of years ago there used to be a month between the semi and the final so you could go out you have a few points you'd almost tell yourselves you're brilliant and you'd soak in the win Kerry have to completely blank that out now because they have to go and beat Galway Galway are going to have watched that game They're all, they'll already be in final mode so Kerry have to get the, get their act together and make sure they're prepared for that defensive setup because it's not going to be 15 on 15 like it was today. Who impressed you for Kerry? 
The full back line, um, Tom Sullivan and Jason Foley have been unbelievable for Kerry this year. Tom seems to always get the hardest draw. He's put on the marquee forward on the opposition and he still manages to get up the field and kick a score. He kicked great a great score, score today. Yeah. Foley's more out and out defensive, but Rock couldn't seem to get away from him today because Jason is so fast. He's so quick off the mark. So the two of them were brilliant. And then you got your your kind of usuals. Paddy Clifford ended up with, with the RT man the match. I thought he was brilliant. He really controlled second things. Half. Yeah, yeah, first half he was a bit quieter, but second enough when when it was kind of helter skelter and got and sorry and dublin had a kind of a run on Kerry. party seemed to be able to control the game a bit and kind of get the simple passes and get in for two points so himself and david clifford i thought were the other two stand-up performers and how important paddy was it to finish in normal time for Kerry? i felt that that was a massive thing i think they were out on their feet the lads were getting tired i thought there was a little bit of momentum with dublin maybe i'm totally wrong what do you think no i, I thought both teams were out on their feet like it's incredibly warm i know it's quite cold up here in the press box but uh, yeah at, at pitch level uh, and it was such a fast game you know what we've seen contrast to the semi-final yesterday where it's both teams are very methodical in their play their slower transitions like from the first quarter was as good as i think we've seen in this whole championship it was kick pass it was get the ball up the pitch quickly so guys were absolutely knackered on the Dublin side as well I'm thinking I actually thought Dublin's best chance when they get it level Paddy Small wins an incredible mark there's a bit of back chat that turns into free Dean Rock kicks it so it gives an opportunity for Dublin to get set on that kick out mm-hmm. and it's one more play and you're thinking get set try and get a turnover here and win the game now yeah. um, and then look at the Kerry get the ball off and obviously Paul Murphy takes takes a risk with a kick pass he, he kicks it down uh, the channel into, into David Clifford who does well to get out in Davy Byrne and, and just win the free and look there was, could have went to penalties as well what, what drama that would have been 80,000 people here in Crow Park but I, I think if we're being honest over the entire course of the game Kerry were probably the better team today despite nearly throwing it away they lost their shape completely in the second half and that's probably credit to Dublin because Dublin just started launching bodies forward because they had to do it Kerry only scored six points yeah. in the second half and two of them are freeze and injury time from Sean O'Shea so is that a, sorry is that a little bit worrying from Kerry is that the, is. the old Kerry that we've seen you know in the previous games that's, it's, a, it's, a cre- it's, it's a credit to Dublin that they took them out of their comfort zone but that's what Galway are going to look at yeah. Galway are going to get loads of bodies back and try and break a pace and drag the likes of Sean O'Shea and Paddy Clifford back up the pitch Mayo would have been very good at it traditionally over the last five or six years they're hard to play against but that is like as big a win as it is for Kerry they've got to look at that and go or, as good as our attack is we scored four points really in the second half until two late injury time freeze for Sean O'Shea so it's a massive win for them but there's plenty to work on and that's not the worst way to be going into a final for Jack O'Connor he'd be probably happy enough with that mentally there's momentum behind him now That's you can't understate none of those guys have beaten Dublin in the championship before so it's a big win but there's still plenty to work on and for Galway they're in with a shout in this final there's no doubt about it yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought the Kerry subs, they really made an impact. And I think that's important if you're going to go on and, and win an All-Ireland. We've seen it last year with Tyrone, Colin McShane and the likes coming off. You know, they were changing the game. And I thought they really had an impact the minute they come on today. Yeah, I think Kerry needed to freshen freshen it up in the second half. They made two very early subs. I think there was only 40 minutes gone when Jack took off Paul Ganey and Stephen O'Brien, yeah. two of the elder statesmen on the team. So that was kind of a very early... They weren't kind really impacting the game, though. They to weren't, fair, to be fair, no. but he went early with the changes. And not that it unsettled Kerry, but it was a bit of a change in kind of system a bit of a change in dynamic and Kerry didn't really get a foothold in the game for a while they brought on Adrian Spillane then who got through an amount of work but I suppose if you're going to say who was a standout substitute it was Paddy Small he came on and really changed the game for Dublin so yeah. I mean 
there's going to be competition for places now for Kerry for that Galway game. I mean, I don't know what Jack is going to do. Um, obviously, Kerry have a very good bench, but he'll probably make two or three changes from that game today. Gavin White seems to have picked Watch up a bit pressure, of a yeah. bit of a knee injury. He's going to be under pressure. Jason Foley took a knock in his back. Um, so, you know, those subs might be playing the next day and suddenly you don't have as many options. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next two weeks. And how was it watching the game sitting beside each other? Well, it was great. Seeing as we came out on top, <laughs> if we lost, I don't. Think I'll ask James first. Ten minutes ago, he wasn't. Like <laughs> I don't think what I'd have done if we lost again. I was like, oh no, please. But uh, <laughs> it was uh, no, it was it was enjoyable, and it would have been it would have nearly been fair if it went to extra time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what you want is for these big moments in games. We saw about Reno Neal's um, yeah. free to get to get Armagh to extra time against Galway. You want these big moments that you're going big away nice. from the game, going, Jesus, that was incredible. Yeah. So we got that moment and that game deserved that moment. Paddy, what happens now for Dublin? Will Desi stay on? I think it's the, the end of yeah, it's the end of his term, but uh, what do you think will happen? Oh, look, they're going to be heartbroken today because losing all in semi-final. These players, that's two years in a row now they've lost to the all in semi-finals. They're not used to that. But Dublin, if you look four or five months ago when they're relegated, they, they lose to Monaghan on the last day of the National League in Clonus, and you're thinking, geez, have the wheels come off this completely? Because it was so unlike them throughout the spring. And to their credit, to not just to Desi Farrell and Mick Galvin and Darren Daly, these guys, but the players as well, they've stood up and they're one kick of a ball away from going and winning and being in an All-Ireland final and probably be favourites for it. So it's not as heartbreaking as today is. Dublin needed to freshen things up. You know, the, the, the great Jim Gavin team is gone those days are gone and that's just natural in sport that those things come to an end and whoever is going to take over the team there was always going to be a massive challenge in trying to replace those guys and bring through the likes of Lee Gannon Paddy Small Sean Bugler and these guys they're the future of the Dublin team now and I think Desi's deserves massive credit yeah he's got a lot of yeah, yeah, but, it, but it had to happen really. it, it had to happen and, and for a team that are you know like say in transition to be that yeah. close to being in an all in final and like say if Dublin's best player for me is missing they're, they're not far away it's not the it's not the end of the road they'll regroup over over the winter it's got to be hard there's no doubt about it they'll be watching the all and probably won't watch the all final in a couple of weeks time but that's just the nature of sport but they'll be back again with full faith in, in what Desi Farrell is doing and also the character of those players I've been fortunate enough to be teammates with a lot of those guys I, I know who, what they're like how proud they are how much it means to play for Dublin as well so they'll be back again despite how, how tough today is for them Okay, predictions then. I'll come to Paddy first because James, I think I know where you're going. <laughs> just tip of Galway. Uh, I think Kerry are going to win this final. I, I just think that there's stuff to work on for them, but as well, but that win today is just a massive mental boost for them as well. Galway will cause them problems. There's no no doubt about it. They'll have a plan. They'll be well set. They'll try and frustrate Kerry. They'll ask questions of the full back line as good as they were today, like Damien Comer yesterday, one of the standout performers, uh, performances of the season to date. He'd probably be picked up, you'd imagine, by Jason Foley. You might look at Thomas Sullivan maybe picking up Shane Walsh yeah. or Rob Finnerty if, if Shane Walsh drifts out. So, well, I think it's a great final. I think it's a, it's a unique final, both of these teams back in there. Jack O'Connor was brought back to win the All-Ireland. He was brought back to take on Dublin. He's done... He's ticked every box year to date. They'll be favourites for the final, but it might be as straightforward as people think. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're bang on... Galway, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Galway by no. three. That's a wrap. Galway by three. I know, I'm, expe- I'm supposed to say, you know, Galway will win or whatever, but no, look, Kerry are going to be favourites going into that game. And 
they should win the final. Uh, Galway are a team that's been growing, it's and to get to a final, yeah, it's early in the tournament. Th- th- for them to be in the final is an unbelievable achievement. And Keen O'Neill has gone in there, and honestly, he has he has gone on top of what Joyce of the level of work Joyce has done. He's added another layer of kind of probably professionalism and great training. And the Galway Galway lads have lapped it up, and they've come on leaps and bounds. Also, Keen knows Kerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kean was with Kerry from in 13, 14 and 15 got to two All-Ireland Finals he knows what Kerry are about so if anyone is going to have an insight into how to take Kerry down it's Keane O'Neill yeah. so they'll go in believing and he'll have him piped up and so will Joyce but do you think that Kerry they've gotten over the hoodoo of Dublin first win in 13 years you know you just think maybe this is the year that Kerry get over the line Brilliant lads well thanks a million are you still friends you're still talking after that anyway My voice is gone like <laughs> I'm happy out anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I know, yeah. Thanks a million, lads.